1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. And good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is the show every Sunday morning that's to teach you about how to save money, how to protect your family, and some really good ideas. So I wonder how many people like to save money on their car insurance. If you could save an extra $500 a year, an extra $1,000 a year on your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance, would that be important to you? Well, today we're going to probe that question a little bit more deeply with Cheryl Marciano from Lance Family Insurance Agency. So good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. And thank you for being with us, as always. So today our show is going to be titled Hot Tips from the Hot Chick. You like that one, Cheryl? <laughs> oh, it gets better every Sunday, Ray. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot to make Cheryl laugh about something, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but she's terrific. And if you come visit her in the office, she'll do the same thing with you. <laughs> she's got a great personality. But seriously, today we are going to be talking about the smart way to save money on car insurance. And partly the show today is based on a very recent Consumer Reports article. It's really good. I'm going to try really hard not to mention individual company names, mm-hmm. but it's incredible how much money these companies spend on television ads and advertising, isn't it? Well, according to our article that we uh, researched, almost $729 million is spent by the top five insurance companies that advertise on television. Well, let's see. There's one company that has a little lizard that runs around, they spend $729 million a year mm-hmm. on advertising. And then there's a company that has this lady that thinks she's funny. She wears a white outfit all the time. <laughs> and she's not really that funny. Their ads are not that funny. Uh, they spend $453 million a year. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a company that has, uh, I guess, a little wizard or guru in a booth or something like that. And they spend $255 million a year in advertising. Mm -hmm. And then there's one that um, has something to do with farms, and they spend $198 million. And then there's one that I do like their ads about, um, what's what's this guy called? He's the trouble guy. (laughs) Um, Well, it could have been my nickname as a child. Um, Terror? Terror. Yeah. Chaos. 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 (laughs) Uh, They spend $158 million a year. Now, I like some of their ads. Some of their ads are really funny, aren't they? Well, my new favorite is, you know, we all know the um, <laughs> the one regarding the cat. The cat, <laughs> yes, the cat that runs through the house. Causing mayhem. <laughs> I would say that at least once a week, maybe sometimes twice a week, I'll hear a big crash because I've got three cats, and mm-hmm. you don't know what they're doing. And oh, yes. Cats are very much night creatures. They're nocturnal. Uh, they like to get active at night, and they think they're hunters. I said something really funny to my wife, uh, Tenny, attorney Tenny Lance. I said, you know, we have this whole collection. We must have 40 little cat toys, and they go in a basket way down the bottom of the house. And we'll get up in the morning and find five or six of them upstairs in various places, you know, typically mm-hmm. for you to trip over. Absolutely. And I said, I have never seen yet, I have never seen once, the cat coming upstairs with one of the cat toys in its mouth. 
No. So they do it at night when you're not looking. Absolutely. They, they think they're great hunters, but they're not really. <laughs> well, I, on the other hand, have, you know, um, I tend to be frightened in the morning because I get left gifts, if you know what I mean. I live in a somewhat rural area, and uh, my cats love me so much. And they actually, we have Edward, who actually has a crush on my next-door neighbor um, because he lives leaves her gifts. But his gifts are a lot bigger than mine, so I'm a little jealous. I'm <laughs> okay, you're talking about little animals and things like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. big birds on her on her doorstep with him sitting there smiling at her like, see what I got you? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're very yeah, proud. I think he's cheating on me. Well, I, I, <laughs> my cats don't go outside, so they don't do that anymore. I'm not sure that they would know what to do. Yeah, no, they uh, it, would, it would surprise you, but it will come right back. Yes, well, mm-hmm. so much for cats. Mm-hmm. But today we want to talk about um, how you can save money on car insurance. And there's really lots and lots of things that you can do. So I wonder how many people realize that what you pay for car insurance sometimes can relate to your credit score. Mm-hmm. So, there are many, many factors. There's 13 major important rate factors, and a lot of people don't understand that. When they call in and say, I just want to know um, how much it would cost for a 19... 19- 90 whatever vehicle and I'm 18 you can't just spit out a number there are 13 rate factors and you know them that's amazing and they're all on the computer mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this article in consumer reports which uh, I found to be very very useful and helpful uh, we'd probably have to get some permission but if you'd like a copy we'll figure out how to get a copy of that to you or direct you to how to get it mm-hmm. online good article and the way to save money is to be a smart consumer. And you have to look at um, a lot of factors, including how are they charging you? So how old are you? So do you think, mm-hmm. Cheryl, that a younger person pays more for car insurance? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's and the st- statistics, excuse mm-hmm. me, are um, so lack of experience, lack of years driving, age, mm-hmm. uh, maturity, um, and statistically speaking, um, young new drivers get more accidents than older mature drivers. Right. So, so age more. is a factor. So usually it was under age 25 typically? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're under age 25 or if you have an underage driver in your household, um, now what if you had multiple cars in the household? Could you have one car that was just for the adults and another car that was just for the child who's under 25? Right. So for one of the rate factors, different companies do different things. But what you can do is if you have a newer model car, uh, you can exclude the novice driver from that vehicle. And then don't let them drive it, obviously. Correct. So you don't have coverage if they actually get into it. So, so if you have more than but one But it would ve- help lower your premium. Okay. So if you have more than one vehicle in the family, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to have them insured to drive all those vehicles. Correct. Because it's going to cost you more money. Mm-hmm. How about gender? Um, who pays more for car insurance, uh, male or female? I think Males. I think I know the answer. Yes. <laughs> Interestingly enough, we found out today that certain states do not allow that to be a factor. And Massachusetts is one of them. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. You know, I I have to say, and this is not a sexist remark, that I tend to see, for some reason, more uh, aggressive female drivers on the road than I see aggressive male drivers on the road. I think that that's just a reflection of society today, Ray. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I think you're probably right. 
Um, how about, why, why should marital status uh, impact what you pay for car insurance? So marital status, I think, is along with that uh, coverage of maturity. Um, married people usually have a family. They're safer drivers. Um, they're already older. Mm-hmm. Um, they okay. might have a home that they need to protect. So they, they have more vested. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes some sense. Um, mm-hmm. That's not necessarily a reason to get married, however, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, you know, people have their reasons. Well. It um, helps. So it, it is helps. one of the 13 factors. And so, so, again, the it's a culmination of those different factors. So when you fill out an application, all these things go into the mm-hmm. computer, and instantly it comes back and has already evaluated all those factors for you then? Correct. How about years of driving experience? Mm-hmm. So years of driving, as you drive more and have less accidents or none, obviously your rating is much better, okay. much better. Driving record, of course, I can understand why that would make a difference. Mm-hmm. If you've got a, an excellent driving record, you haven't had accidents and so forth, that's a, a factor that helps you, doesn't it? It's huge, and that's part of the rating system. So these young kids that think it's Ray and I were just talking about it today, how people get into a car and don't put their seatbelt on. Okay? You get stopped at a red light without your seatbelt on. It's a moving violation. Two points. Even if you're not moving? Yes. So here's what's ironic is most young people, their driving records aren't so horrible because of accidents per se, Uh, tail light out, inspection stickers, these little things that... uh, uh, driving without your seatbelt that ding your driving record you're not a horrible driver you haven't gotten in an accident mm-hmm. but here you are step six okay now i wonder how many people listening today drive without their seatbelt i see a lot of it um i personally don't even come out of my driveway without my seatbelt. i don't either in fact if i have passengers in the car and they get in, and they think I'm going to start driving. I say, I'm sorry, I can't move until you put your seatbelt mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing it for years. It's become a habit, and I'm going to suggest that everybody needs to make that a very important habit. And, you know, I understand sometimes it's uncomfortable. Even my little grandbaby tries to, uh, I call her little, Peyton Chronicles, here we go. She is six and a half. She's wise beyond her years. But she'll, she'll in the back seat, and she'll say to me, and she's still in a car seat, folks, uh, by the way, and does not sit in the front seat of the car. I think it's all safety good reasons. Safe, good safe practice. And uh, she'll say to me, but, oh, Nina, it hurts. And I said, it'll hurt more when you go through the window. So put that seatbelt on. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> just this past uh, recent yeah. period of time, we had a, a fatality for a young person. And it didn't quite say in the articles in the newspaper but it sure sounded like that that person was not wearing a seatbelt because no seat they were ejected from the car. And you don't usually get ejected from the car if you're wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. It's critical. It saves lives. Do it. Mm-hmm. So I want to lighten up and give you some yes. a, a quotation from one of my favorite people. Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start collecting quotations for you soon, oh, Cheryl. Okay. Now, this is from Henny Youngman. Just got back from a pleasure trip. I took my mother-in-law to the airport. Oh. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> took me a moment. Well, um, let's talk about some other factors. So a lot of things go into make it, making a difference about how mm-hmm. much you pay. Uh, vehicle type. Is it more expensive 
percentage-wise, dollar-wise, if you have a really small car? So here's that that thing. So vehicle type. This is the deal. Let's just assume an 18-year-old is driving um, a small Nissan. Um, or an 18-year-old is driving a Ford F-150. Which vehicle with that driver is going to do more damage? Oh, the F-150, sure. So, yes. So, those are the things. Vehicle type, vehicle usage, a lot of people don't understand. Obviously, if you have a car that you only drive once a week, you know, um, it has low mileage, which is another factor. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the the number of miles, the amount of miles mm -hmm. you go every year makes a difference but how do you prove that to an insurance company and say I don't do many miles in my car so when you go for your inspection sticker okay they log your mileage okay and so when you go the following year Mm -hmm. it's logged again okay so you can track it yourself there's some documents like say maybe the registry of motor vehicles doesn't have accurate mileage the customer actually can track their own by their last inspection sticker and what their odometer says today Okay. And it'll tell you you went 6,000 miles this year. or. So I guess that makes sense that when you have your car inspected in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. which you're required to do, um, that gets logged into a computer someplace. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And it can get pulled every year. All right. Mm-hmm. So they can prove it. They can check on you. Mm-hmm. I guess there are a lot of ways they can check on you, right? Oh, nowadays. <laughs> yes. You know, one of my pet peeves, by the way, is people that don't stop at a stop sign. They slow mm. down, you can see them looking, and they never make a stop, and they just keep going. Right, not a full stop. No, they just never make glide a full stop. right through. That is my pet peeve as well. So here's my solution for that. Uh, there's the old expression, there's never a policeman around when you want one. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes roaring by you at 85 miles an hour on the highway. Um, we probably ought to have more cameras at stop signs. Mm-hmm. I believe that in school districts, mm. a lot of school districts, because they have a lot of stop signs. Sure. I think that a lot of communities are starting to implement that. Okay. Well, it would make some sense, you know, because you don't have to have a a police officer standing there watching whether somebody's going to stop or signal or not. Um, Signaling is another pet peeve I have. I'd say half the cars that I see don't even bother to signal. No. Um, I know I've done some driving in North Carolina, and I saw somebody get pulled over on the highway doing a normal speed, but they changed lanes and they didn't signal. Right. So when you change lanes, you're supposed to signal when you take a turn. A lot of people think that because they have a, an exit ramp here, well, they're in that lane, they're going to just pull off. But I just always signal. Mm-hmm. So signal, folks. Um, how about coverage, deductibles? What are some of the deductibles you could have? So the higher the deductible, the lower your premium. Okay. Um, and that is a personal choice between you and your agent. Um, you know, you discuss... Uh, you know, can you afford a $500 deductible or a $1,000 deductible? And then there's different companies, which if you have a good driving record and go so many years without an accident, um, some of them now have implemented disappearing deductibles. We've heard companies advertise that, Ray. What is a disappearing deductible? I'm not sure I'm familiar with that So the longer you go without an accident, so say you have a $500 deductible. Uh So the following year it's $400. Okay. The following year it's $300. Oh. The following year is 200 disappearing deductibles. Now, again, that is as long as you have an, an incident free. Okay. So we already mentioned that credit history has something to do with it as well because that's an indication if you don't have a good credit history, then 
maybe you're not paying your bills. Maybe they're going to have to spend some money to collect the insurance premium mm -hmm. from you and mm -hmm. so forth. And then they look at your previous insurance coverage. This one is extremely important, and I'll tell you why. Because different companies, they ask several questions. And one says, how long with your current company? And then the other question is, how long of continuous coverage? Okay. So if you've been with a company for five years, mm -hmm. but you have never missed a payment in 20, that's called continuous coverage. Okay. You've never skipped a heartbeat, even if you've changed companies. So in this article we read, it, it says that uh, a percentage of people shop around every year, roughly 18% of the population interviewed. That's shop. a very small number. Exactly. Many don't. But So they shop around. Shopping around is one thing, but if you continually change, in the end, sometimes you get penalized for that. Hmm. Because say you get a great deal with Geico, but six months later, right. you decide you want to go somewhere else. You now only have six months with one company, and that actually can ding you a little bit. Okay. Well, that makes some sense. But that's not to say that you shouldn't check and compare rates. So Correct. What Every you said year. is only about 18% of people normally check to see what other companies Or shop around. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that seems to make it makes good consumer sense to shop around, doesn't it? Exactly. Now, I know you are a really hard worker, and you work with a lot of people, and you're able to save, I think you said once, about 80% of the people that you work mm -hmm. with. Um, you're able to save them money. Because I guess most people don't realize that every year they might be paying a little bit more, a little bit more, mm -hmm. a little bit more. Mm -hmm. They just automatically pay it. Correct. And maybe their own company doesn't tell them about some of the discounts mm -hmm. they're entitled to. Or it just, you know, the market changes from year to year. Uh, we've seen it where di different companies get rate hikes or and then some other companies get a knee-jerk reaction to another company and they start to lower their rates. Um, so it's amazing because, you know, um, bundling, which people hear about on TV all the time, is is actually very good. Okay, so bundling is... Same now, company, did, two policies. Do you know policies. that in colonial days mm -hmm. um, when they didn't have places to go and young couples were dating, mm -hmm. they would do what's called bundling. This is true. You have to see his face, folks, right now. No, this is a true story. Because I'm ready for it. Read okay. about it. Read it. Look it up sometimes. So, so what is bundling? Well, bundling in the colonial days was the couple needed to get to, to know each other, but mm -hmm. the parents were just as concerned about illicit activities taking place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they were allowed, because they didn't have central heat, to be in bed together mm -hmm. uh, to get to know each other. But in between... I've seen this in a movie, Ray. In between, they had what's called a bundling board. Right. Which kept them separate, so they couldn't really commingle. I think I saw this on a movie once. But that's not the kind of bundling you're talking about, is it? Well, it is having two policies <laughs> in the same bed. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I'm cracking up here. Now, remember, though. <laughs> so, so even though bundling works many, many instances... So bundling is putting together your homeowner's your insurance home and your insurance. Your home and auto with the same insurance company. Okay. Correct. But you don't need a bundling board to do that. You just no, need, you don't. just need Cheryl. You just need Marciano. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's come Sometimes back. in this area it doesn't work, though. So this is okay. what I want to warn people. They'll, they'll hear this and they'll say, oh, I'm automatically going to bundle. When you have instant instances like our area, which is um, 
people don't understand how beautiful and special Cape Cod and the South Coast is, you have what's called coastal properties. So a lot of insurers, insuring companies, would love to have your auto, but they do not want your home. Oh, very interesting. So it's not so easy to bundle all the time down here. Mm -hmm. Um, It's preferred if you can. And again, we'll get into homeowners and the different rate factors another day because the 13 uh, major rate factors for down here. And ironically, we had this discussion earlier, zip code which ties into our coastal community. Okay, so zip code makes sense, but does it make a difference for car insurance or is it more for homeowners insurance? Both. Oh, okay. So we cited an interesting article in the Standard Times on June 16th, 2019, and that was regarding how insurance rates vary widely by your South Coast zip codes. And I advise everyone looking that up and reading yes. that article? That's a good point. If you're not a subscriber to the Standard Times, for example, you can look up that article and get Online. it. Online, yes. Yep. Or uh, can you provide it, too, if somebody wants? Absolutely. Okay. What's they your phone number, me. by the way, Cheryl? Oh, my phone number at Lance Family <laughs> is 774-992-0789. So that's a little tricky number. So um, you've heard me many times on the radio talking about the number for USA Wealth Group, where we do mostly retirement planning and financial services, you can reach us at 508-998-8858. And it's a little easier number to remember at um, USA Wealth Group. Give us a call Mm -hmm. and we can tell you how to get in touch with Cheryl if you need to. Yes. Now, Cheryl, you've just done a really magnificent job, though, um, helping a lot of people save a lot of money. And occasionally people like to say nice things about us. Um, I mean, mostly they do anyways, but we don't always take the time to record it. So I just had somebody who came in the office uh, very recently, and we talked about uh, financial work, and I explained the rates of return they had made and so forth. And he said, this is the best financial decision I ever made, working with the Lance Group. I said, that's really nice. I said, can I write that down and use it as a testimonial? And he said, yes. Now, I can't give his name, obviously, on the air, but um, it's, it's nice when people say that kind of thing, isn't it? Yes. And they say the same thing about Cheryl also. Now, Cheryl, I'm told that you are of Italian heritage. Is that true? Yes. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we won't talk about it in the air. She, yeah. did, she did a recent um, uh, ancestry report. And I'm from all over the place. And she's, she's a uh, mixed pedigree. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing, and um, mine came back and said I was 44% Swedish. Isn't that interesting? I know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm a little Sardinian. I want to go there now. Little Sorry. Thai island off Sicily. Oh. Yeah. Are you talking about the place? I thought you were talking about the little fish. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to understand where that was coming from. Yeah, no. No, I would not call you a little Sardinian yeah. fish. But. No. Absolutely but, um, not. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> so let me come back to something you said earlier. And when you're looking at things that um, rate age and so forth, mm. you said there are some states that don't allow people to rate your insurance policy and how much that you're going to pay. So we have those 13 rate factors. So it's age, gender, marital status, years of driving experience, driving record. Oh, claims history, which we, we mm-hmm. that's pretty okay. self-explanatory. Vehicle type, vehicle use, obviously, if it's used for business, it's a higher risk. Um, Mileage, 
uh, what you pick for coverage and deductibles, your credit history, and your previous insurance history. But what I found interesting was that both Massachusetts and Hawaii don't allow insurers to rate people based on age. Correct. And That's what they say, so you know how they do it. California's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They don't rate on age, but they can see how many years of driving experience you right. have. Right, driving experience. But all the other states, apparently, uh, if you live in a different state, they can take your age as a factor? As a factor. Hmm. I mean, there's 13 factors, so, okay, so it's only depending one. on the company, it could be a small factor or it could be a big. It depends on how who it is and how they rate. So don't be too young, don't be too old, mm-hmm. and always wear your seatbelt. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's the irony. Some people choose not to get their driver's license, say, at 18, and they choose to do it at 23 or 24. Okay. In this instance, the age doesn't matter because they're still a brand new driver okay. because they don't have the years under their belt. Hmm. So when it comes to the difference between teenagers, though, and a 40-year-old, what if you had an older person, 40 years old, that's not that old anymore. Uh, who gets their license? Would they have the same thing? Their brand new driver at forty? They're going to have what's called the maturity, but they're not going to have the um, experience of years driving. But they're still going to be listed. This is what I was just saying as actually a new driver. Okay, and then obviously um, the kind of vehicle you drive. If you drive a really expensive car, then it's worth more. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's going to cost more to insure too. Correct. All right. My advice has always been new drivers should have a used car, maybe the used family car. Um, And this is just my own personal advice for a year or two because one one little ding, one accident, one anything, and now that new driver has to wait three to six years to have their rating go down. But I guess if you look at one more thing, um, we ought to ask ourselves the question, and I think I'll say this until right after the break and we'll come back and say, what if you're going to buy a brand new car and you think you can afford it? Maybe is it a good idea to find out what it's going to cost to insure it before, before you make you your buy buying decision? So when we come back right after a break, we're going to pick up that question and continue with how you can save money on your car insurance. And. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're having a lot of fun in the studio this Too morning. much fun today. Too much fun today, if you hadn't noticed. So, um, unfortunately, I can't tell you all the things we were talking about during our break <laughs> without creating uh, embarrassment. Yeah, we're so moving forth. on. But we're having a good time this morning. We are talking about car insurance. We are talking about how to save money in car insurance. And um, we're just saying, basically, that, um, first of all, you ought to shop around you got to look at your policy every year. you got to have somebody like Cheryl take a look at your policy. Seriously. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost any money. Mm It doesn't cost um, anything at all. It doesn't obligate you to anything. But what if you sat down with her and she did the analysis and came back and told you that based upon your policy with the exact same coverages, Mm -hmm. I could save you $500. I could save you $1,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Is that worth a quick trip to visit Cheryl? Absolutely. Besides, you'll have a lot of laughs. laughs. Yes. So why do people leave their insurance companies um, anyway? Many, many reasons. Um, I was told most of the time people leave their insurance company for better rates. Okay. So that's the number one, uh, per the Consumer Reports article that we all read, which makes sense. 
Um, the other one is because their previous insurer raised their rates either too quickly or too much for the same policy. Um, 18%, we talked about this, said they shop around. Um, the crazy thing is, I, I truly believe the number one problem is courtesy and customer service. Okay. I think a lot of people leave based on that, at least in my experience. Wasn't exactly that they weren't um, unhappy with their policy, but a claim came up or a situation came up and they weren't treated the way they felt they should. Um, so that's number one. And um, another reason is um, friends and family. Somebody just turns around and goes, oh, you know, you know or th- this is a specific instance. A young lady was sitting at the hairdressers and basically said, I'm really having an issue with my agent. I, I, I call her. I ask her. I asked her to shop me around. She said she couldn't for 30 days. The beautiful, and I'm going to give you credit here, Miss Tracy, hairdresser, told her, you need to call my agent. Good. And so she did. And we sat down and we were able to save the entire family, not just mom, dad, but the kids, um, and we bundled, um, and we were able to save them um, a great deal of money. And needless to say, I have now become friends with this lovely lady, um, and we're friends on Facebook because we both love rescue animals. Oh, that's nice. And if you're out there, you know who I'm talking about. That's an important uh, thing to mention about Cheryl, too. She's very much involved in uh, animal rescue mm-hmm. and down in the Wareham, uh, South Wareham mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Is it South Wareham or East Wareham? East, I'm in East Wareham. East Wareham. We... Pretty much go all around. What's the name of your uh, agency that you work um, with? It's Hearts for Paws. Okay. Yes. And um, we are a foster situation. We don't have a building. We network with all different other rescues if we can. I just uh, fostered a beautiful little chihuahua mix who ended up being adopted by uh, Shay, a oh, young lady right. in our <laughs> office. Um, and that was through another agency. We all, all everyone in the animal um, saving business or industry we do it because we love it and yeah you know we network with each other and that's the beautiful thing and uh, peter lance has two rescue dogs yes he does and most days they're in the office mm-hmm. and they're they're little beggars but we love them dearly oh they're such a source of comfort i yes. know they come in sometimes and force me ray to take my eyes off my computer i can't help it i know <laughs> we we, uh, we limit their time with all their visits in the office <laughs> Well, we, we get a lot of good things that mm-hmm. um, uh, we do in the office, and a lot of people give us uh, great testimonials. And um, one person wrote to us and said, we greatly appreciate the partnership we've formed with Lance Family Agency. Because of their generosity and commitments, we've been able to increase attendance in our educational programs. And uh, Peter Lance and his staff and Cheryl are excellent and a pleasure to work with. So it's nice when people say nice things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, let's come back and talk about shopping around. So you said you don't want to change every year necessarily because that can cost you. Correct. In terms of one of the 13 rating factors. But I wonder how many people actually take a look at their policy every year from year to year and figure out whether they're paying more money. Well, Ray, from year to year, your life changes. Your life circumstances changes. Um, Maybe um, you're in a better position to go with a higher deductible on your auto um, or and or home, uh, maybe um, you need an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you don't need as much coverage. Right. Maybe you have it removed, 
your 27-year-old who finally moved out of the house and they're still sitting on your policy. You haven't thought about it. You just, you know, you don't think of those things. Did you have that experience? Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Consumer Reports did a survey and said that nearly half of the insurers in the state of Washington gave a zero discount to people who had been loyal to one mm-hmm. particular company for 15 years. Right. Half gave yeah. a zero discount. So we're going to talk about state. Those yep. vary, yeah. We're going to talk about discounts in just a minute, but the thing is, you should shop and you should compare. We tell people to do yeah. the same thing with their Medicare supplement policies every year because rates change, policy coverages change. New companies come onto the market. Yep. So shop and compare. Don't assume you're getting the best deal mm-hmm. simply because you've bundled your insurance. We just talked about that. Mm-hmm. You're always going to think about bundling now in a different way, aren't you, Cheryl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get a bundling board. Just Well, I, I, uh. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> and I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yes, as, I, as I said those words, I thought, that could have a different oh, intonation. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I know. It's okay. So shopping around is really important. Um, m- increases just mm-hmm. automatically appear every year. If you don't compare, and that is standard. Everyone has to understand that um, uh, from year to year, all of your policies are going to (coughs) increase. Excuse me, to a certain extent, just because of markets. uh, Like people talk to me, oh, my dwelling A went up. Well, if gas goes up, oil goes up, Mm -hmm. labor goes up. Dwelling A is all about um, you know removal of things from your property. We'll, We'll talk about home another time, but. Your life circumstances do change. And here's the other thing. Um, It's not a given that you always get your low mileage discount. So you can always call your agent, and you should check in on your agent um, from year to year. I mean, a lot of agents now have a system where before a renewal, the customer will come up for you to take a peek at it, Mm -hmm. but some don't. you got to ask. But if you, right, you got to add, what we're talking about today is being smart. So, again, advocate for yourself. Give me a call. Give your current agent a call. There has been instances, Ray, Mm -hmm. and you know I am honest and loyal to a fault, where they had a great policy. And I suggested, but this and this, you should call your current agent and talk to them. Well, I dare say that people listening to this show and listening to you talking about insurance and discounts and things you should ask, I bet we're responsible for many people asking their own insurance agencies, am I getting discounts? Am I getting all the discounts I'm entitled to? And do I have the coverage I should have? But the thing is, Cheryl does this automatically, and she explores it, and she does it for every customer. So you got to ask yourself the question. Um, If I'm not getting the Mm -hmm. questions answered, if I'm not getting suggestions Mm -hmm. from my agency, Mm -hmm. maybe I should get a better comparison. So I have to give you a quotation from Woody Allen. There are worse oh, things in him. life than death. There are worse things in life than death. Have you ever spent an evening with an insurance salesman? <laughs> There's some truth to oh, that. Okay, insurance I, jokes today. Bring them on. I like this one too. People who live in glass houses should take out insurance. <laughs> Except for most companies won't insure them today. <laughs> Is that right? I would imagine well, that's difficult. Well, we were sure. we were talking today that we're working on a project and and um, it, it's literally um, sky high. Again, um, a particular instance, coastal property. 
Um, if you don't have a mortgage, you don't have to carry insurance. That's up to you. <clears throat> so they don't have continuous insurance. So now they want or need insurance, and now it's almost impossible to get. Canceling your policy is never a good thing. I want to give you a quotation, Cheryl, that reminds me of you. Uh-oh. Okay, this is from Theodore Roosevelt. And he said, whenever you are asked if you can do a job, tell them certainly I can. Then get busy and find out how to do it. Oh, yeah. That's and that's, that's the spirit that you bring oh, to yeah. every client If I don't meeting. know it, I, I'm like a barracuda. Yep. You'll, that's, <laughs> that's a new image in my brain. <laughs> Let's see. We talked about the bundling board, We talked, and she's going to get one. We talked oh, about yeah. her being a barracuda. And, and a chicken um, lady. And we won't talk about the rest of your genealogical <laughs> makeup. <laughs> but I will tell you absolutely something <clears throat> hysterical today. So okay. I had Sadie and Peyton in my car, and uh, I am the grandmother in the neighborhood, and I take them to the bus stop. So today I was telling them I'm doing a radio show. So um, Peyton says, oh, why? And so I told her, and I said, well, they call Nina the chicken lady. She goes, they shouldn't call you the chicken lady. They should call mom the chicken lady. Um, because technically my daughter owns the chickens and I inherited them. And Sadie turns around and goes, no, Nina should be the chicken lady. Your mom should be the cat lady. And Peyton, you should be the chicken girl. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes. babes. Yes, no question oh, about they it. They had me hysterical. Now tell me something really quickly about Lance Family Insurance Agency. You are an independent insurance agency? Correct. And what does that mean? It means we can shop multiple markets. Okay. So you're not just stuck with one particular company. You can Correct. look at multiple markets mm -hmm. and all over the place. And I mm -hmm. think there's like, what, 30 or 40 companies that you have access to? Yes, access. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Well, that's good to know. And I, I know that you are currently working with uh, about 20 of the top national and regional insurance companies. I think mm -hmm. that's important for people to know. Let's give your phone number one more time. If you want to reach Cheryl Marciano and say, how do I get my insurance policy reviewed? Mm -hmm. What number can they call you at? 774-992-0789. Uh, also, um, if you wish, if you have a copy of your current policies, you simply need to email them to me at Cheryl, and I spell my name with an S, so S-H-E-R-Y-L, at LanceFIA.com. Um, email it directly to me, and I can begin the review process. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And I'm going to give my phone number as well for USA Wealth Group because it's a little easier to remember, and I repeat it more often, 508-998-8858. We have a good number. Yeah, we have a good, a good number. number. Yep, it is a good number. Well, let's talk about some of the discounts. So we talked about some of the factors that go into mm -hmm. making up insurance. Um and let's talk about first, what are some of the reasons maybe to think about leaving your insurance company where you are right now, or at least getting some additional quotations? Uh, your rates increase, and it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. Or your insurance agent is not flexible about your policy when you ask questions. Mm -hmm. Has somebody in the office been rude to you? Cheryl will never be rude to you, I can guarantee <laughs> that. Um, I enjoy what I do so much, and, and you know this, Ray. I, I I truly enjoy what I do. I call it playing detective sometimes. Yep, and you may have to find uh, those discounts if we can. Yeah, definitely. Um, what if you had changes in your monthly bill and you weren't informed about it? Don't mm -hmm. you think you have a right to know that that something's taking place? Mm -hmm. 
you want to have um, full-time access so people can uh, leave a message on the website. They can leave a message on a cell phone, the office phone. Um, what if you want to conduct your insurance business online, pay your policy online? You can mm -hmm. do that, right? Yeah, almost every single company can do that, pay online. Another reason is if you want to add drivers to your policy. So mm -hmm. in my family, in my son's family, he has a 16-year-old with a learner's permit. He's mm -hmm. not allowed to drive by himself yet, but pretty soon he's going to have to get added on to that policy. Correct. So that's an important change. Mm -hmm. So things change. Lots of good reasons. I think one of the number one most important reason is that maybe you can save some money. Absolutely. And if you can save 500 or $1,000 a year, boy, that's mm -hmm. really worth it. You so, know, and nowadays, Ray, we, we were talking, we, we might want to do a show on what we were talking about, the recession. And nowadays, I'm sorry, I think $150, $200, that's a lot of money because that's an electric bill. Sure it is. Yep. You know? Absolutely. So sometimes it's not just about, you know, like a lot of customers may be on a fixed income and they don't understand why why has this gone up uh, or gone up so drastically. Mm -hmm. And so lots of times you just, sometimes you just need it explained to to you, you know, this is why, because a lot of people don't understand that little seatbelt, yep. that inspection sticker, that tail light out that you didn't get fixed, jacks up your premiums. And you might not even realize it. Mm -hmm. And then you call your agent, and maybe your agent says, I don't know why, but you, she should say, or he should say, well, let me check. Let me see why. And, and then sometimes I've had a customer say, oh, I didn't realize it would go up that much. Yeah. You know? I'm going to make an argument, too, for oh. um, having more liability insurance coverage. Because yes. if you're in an accident today and if you had any kind of a fault or sometimes even whether you didn't have, uh, whether you weren't at fault, mm -hmm. people are lawsuit happy today. Um, you need to have enough liability coverage. And if you do just the basic minimum, like 2040, if you can still do that for liability, um, it doesn't cost a lot of money to add more liability insurance. If you have a home and you're a homeowner, then I have always for 25 years recommended or more, get a liability insurance umbrella policy. Mm -hmm. if, if you're a homeowner today and you've got cars mm -hmm. and typically you, you're going to have a car at least, if you don't have a liability insurance umbrella rider on your homeowner's policy, for example, you're really asking for trouble mm -hmm. because your house could be at risk. Uh, the other thing you should do is you should talk to Attorney Tenny Lance and make sure you have a homestead on your house. It's another way to protect your house. Ray, I just did that. Good for you. Yes, I did. All the girls in the office and, and Tenny, Cheryl, you need a homestead. And I did it. Okay. And it was very inexpensive to protect yourself. Yep. For me, it's one of my only, well, other than me, it's my only asset. No, I'm just kidding. Well, the, no, your humor is an asset. Your, your intelligence is an asset. So. Thank you. But um, I think it only costs $35 to record it in the registry of deeds. Yeah. yeah. It's peanuts to record it. If you have a home and you don't have a homestead, you're asking for trouble. $35 to protect your home. It's, it's nuts. Mm -hmm. if, if, you, um, have a homeowners, if you have a home and you don't have a liability insurance umbrella rider, mm -hmm. um, you're nuts. Again, the it's umbrella, cheap. The umbrella is, is cheap. 150 to 250 yeah. is the average price, depending on coverages. Very, but, very important yeah. coverage. And by the way, it ties into your car as well. Mm -hmm. So if you had a dollars $300,000 liability on your house mm -hmm. and you had a dollars $300,000 liability on your car, 
the liability umbrella rider picks up the excess, up the excess. over that. And it's very inexpensive because there aren't a lot of lawsuits in that area. But boy, if it happens, you're going to be really thankful that mm-hmm. you followed this mm-hmm. simple advice. Mm-hmm. So let's talk really quickly because we don't have a lot of time left. On you're going to talk about today. the four things not to skimp <clears throat> on. Okay, go ahead. Yes, four things not to skimp on for coverages. One Ray just talked about, and that's the liability insurance. I don't think people understand if they don't carry enough insurance that they're, if they're found at fault and someone is seriously injured, what happens? Their wages are garnished for life. Okay. People don't realize that. They just don't even, it doesn't even, you know, dawn on them. So we're talking the liability insurance. Underinsured and uninsured, something that people don't understand. So I see a lot of young people, they go online to a company and they hit 2040, 2040, and then the middle one, they hit 100, 300, or 5,100. And, and I look at their policy and they're paying 1,500 for a six-month policy mm-hmm. with, with literally almost no coverage. So right. 20,000 per person, right. 40,000 for an accident. We both know that just a ride to the ambulance, to the hospital in an ambulance is five grand. Yeah. It's, it's, it's if three people are in that car, there's not enough coverage. Yep. So these are the four things. And the other, so underinsured and uninsured. And I know sometimes people think, well, I don't need to have glass coverage. That's extra money. Mm-mm. And it can cost $400 to have your windshield replaced. And so with what, technology what was, today, sometimes you have the, the sensors yep. in the glass and you have the heating system in the glass. And now it's a pretty penny to replace. Where you're driving behind a truck and a piece of gravel comes off and hits your windshield, makes a little little pocket mark. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, it develops into a crack. And now you've <laughs> got to replace your windshield. Yeah. And it's too late to get you know, reimbursed from someplace else. Mm-hmm. So I understand that can cost as little as $10 a year mm-hmm. to have glass yeah, coverage. Full ga- glass coverage. So I wonder how many people today, if we, if we were to ask yourself, do you have glass coverage in your car? Could you answer that? They might not know. They might yeah. not know. You so Cheryl look. can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this material, by the way, is in this wonderful Consumer Reports article that we can give you information on how to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a call anytime and give Cheryl a call. and She'll be happy to help you. Mm-hmm. She does uh, an amazing job in helping people, making sure two things. One, are they, well, three things. Are they paying too much? Mm-hmm. Two, do they have the right coverage? And three, they ha- do they have all the discounts they're entitled to? Exactly. Now, I know one of the discounts is AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen somebody and said, gee, if you were a member of AAA, you could get a further discount? I advise joining AAA because there's a lot of other benefits for that. And mm-hmm. again, that's something that's um, pennies on the dollar because they have shopping discounts and yep. hotel discounts. Um, as well as um, towing and substitute transportation. So um, I usually suggest it. it it's, it's a nice added thing to your policy. And here's the thing. And we don't get paid from AAA, by the we way. We do not. We do not. And But here's the thing. Some companies, not all, give you a discount for having the AAA. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win, but not all. Okay. That's good to know also. Not all. So real quickly, we've only got about another minute. We won't go into a lot of detail, but you've got customer loyalty discount if you've mm-hmm. been with a company for more than, uh, let's say, a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, military, mm-hmm. multi-car. Multi-car discount. A lot of people don't understand. Let's say you've gotten along for a while with one car and you go out and buy a second car mm-hmm. and you tell your insurance agent to put insurance on this car. 
Mm-hmm. I wonder how often they're told, well, now you get two cards, you can get a discount. Mm-hmm. The multi-card discount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New card discount, uh, paid in full if you pay the premium all at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, paperless if you pay your Go bill green. online. Yeah. Go green. Um, but cars that have airbags generally have better discounts, too. Um, those are almost built-in discounts now by the make model, make and model, so you get credit for that. But here, here's the other thing. Some people don't understand. They get all the fancy, fancy packages. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's not a discount because it costs more to replace those parts. Mm-hmm. So, again, we were talking about being smart consumers. When you shop for a vehicle, also be smart. Does it cost more money to insure a convertible than a regular sedan with a hard roof? Um, I don't think it costs more. Again, okay. it'll depend on the driver, the zip code, okay. the maturity level, and uh, another thing that's important, garaging. So it comes I, into place I, I wouldn't have thought about that. But here's another reason that, that if you're going to be buying a new car, maybe you ought to get some idea about what the insurance is going to cost mm-hmm. you before you really make that mm-hmm. decision. You can always call your insurance agent or myself, uh, and if you're looking at new vehicles, get the VIN numbers, and you can do um, a quote with just the VIN numbers to give you an idea of what the insurance, to compare which car you might want to choose. I have to give you a quote from Henny Henny Youngman again. Um, I, I don't know anything about your culinary skills. My wife dresses to kill. She cooks the same way. So you don't have to comment on your cooking skills. I, I actually am a fabulous cook. Okay, I yes. can't bake. I burn everything. So as yep. we as we leave the show today, thank you, Cheryl, so much. Hopefully you've learned something. Folks, take some action and do something. Give us a call. And from Napoleon Bonaparte, my remaining quotation, take time to deliberate, but when the time for action has arrived, stop thinking and go in. With that thought, have a good weekend. <laughs> Happy Sunday.